What's up, everybody? This your girl, Lola, and today we is here with Lola's Live Chronicles, and we're going to be talking about teen parenting. I got a few guests here with me today that's willing to share their journey and stories, so let's get to it. One second. Today I got with me, I got Antoinette, Jakara, and author Jaina Sullivan. What's up, ladies? Hello. Hey. Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing today? Doing good. I'm good. First and foremost, I want to say thank you for taking the time to come out here, you know, to come on the show and to talk about it. Uh, we're going to start with Antoinette. Basically tell us, you know, who you are and how old were you when you became a mother? I'm Antoinette Johnson. I became a mother when I was um, 17 years old. I was pregnant. When I was 16, I had my daughter on May 12th, Mother's Day, that year. Okay. Uh, Jakara, how old were you? I was 17. I was I got pregnant when I was 16, my junior year. And I had my son um, the summer before my senior year started. I was 17. Okay, okay. Miss Sullivan, how old were you? I was 17. Um, I had my daughter two months after graduating high school. Okay, okay. So, you know, that's 17. That's that number, huh? I see. <laughs> uh-huh. Y'all was being grown, okay? Okay. Um, who want to share? What was your first thought when you found out that you were pregnant? Who want to share first? I can go first. Okay, go ahead. I was pretty much like, you know, in denial. In denial, yeah. You was in I denial? Yeah. So, like, when the doctor told you you was pregnant, you, you, you was like, more so, because I, I can understand and relate to the denial part, because I was in denial, too, when I found out I was pregnant. I couldn't believe it. I just knew I was going to be the rich auntie, you know? <laughs> right. um, my mom told me, she like, you know, you need to go get on some birth control. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get on some birth control. So when I got down there, you know, I did a little bit of this was like, you know, Planned Parenthood or whatnot. And when she came back in the room, I'm thinking she coming back with my medicine. But she coming back and she's showing me the pregnancy test. And it's like so light that she got to hold it up to the light in the room. And I'm just looking at her like, what? What? Because I couldn't see it. And then she like, it's two lines. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Miss Sullivan, what was your what was your first thought when um you found out you was pregnant? Um, I was in denial. I hid it um up until I graduated, so <laughs> nobody knew until I was graduating. Oh wow, that's how, that's crazy. How was you able to hide that? I was so small my senior year. I was tiny. So I just wore like oversized hoodies, um, mm -hmm. just anything I could. Stayed in my room. My mom worked a lot. So, you know, I'm just hidden in my room. She always gone. Um, my collective 
crazy thing is my classmates, everybody knew I kept denying it because I was getting sick in class. I'm like, no, I'm just sick. <laughs> but they knew it, but I still kept denying it. Denying. I wore a coat for like seven months. <laughs> That's how I was. <laughs> Anything I could wear to cover it. I was trying to still be a cheerleader and everything, running oh. to the bathroom, throwing up. Just <laughs> love Jakara. So, what was your first thoughts? I, when I found out, I knew, but I still was like, not really in denial. It was just like, really? Like, for real? <laughs> like, I, because when I found, I mean, I knew, like, I knew what it was, but I just, it took me a minute to kind of accept it. Like, all right, girl, this is it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was, so, man, yeah, I, I bet finding out, you know, as a teenager, being 17 years old, you know, because, you know, we don't be thinking of it like that. The main point is we be having fun, you know, so we be in love, so we think, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't a teen mom, but I hear a lot about it. And I see a lot of, you know, teen moms, my friends started having kids at 16, 17 years old. So it was like being being close to them, it kind of secluded us from a lot of stuff because, you know, you don't want to leave your friends out because they pregnant and you don't want them to feel bad because, you know, everybody makes mistakes. What was your what was your parents first responses, you know, to you being pregnant? Uh -huh. Well, I didn't tell my dad for a long time. I made my I made my brother tell my dad because I wasn't doing it. <laughs> and like my mom, she um, like I, I wouldn't say she was mad. I think she was just disappointed. But I mean, they they rocked me. And we rocked with me. We rocked it out. And after a while, it was like it is what it is. Yeah. What about you, Miss Sullivan? Um, she was basically like, you know, you graduated, so it's, you know, it's nothing I can do about it. Uh, she was just glad that I graduated. Uh, I mean, my sister had her baby at, she had, she was pregnant at 14, had her baby at 15. So she, you know, had already been down this road. So it was, it was kind of like, you know. I what hey what can I do? You know it's done. So how how old are y'all? How old are uh how old um is the child now that you got pregnant with at seventeen? My Start, um, twenty July seventeenth. Okay. My daughter just turned nineteen on the twelfth of May. Okay. My daughter will be eleven. Okay. So um, what what are some challenges you had to face? Being a teen mom. Hell kid, like growing up with you. I didn't go to college. Uh, you know, my plan was to go to college. I took all the college courses throughout uh, my junior and senior year. And then ended up not going. Okay. That's just figuring it out. Like, yeah. all right, I'm, a, I'm a kid, so how am I about to be somebody's parent? So... Mm -hmm. Just figuring it out and learning, like, just learning along the way. Because being a team parent, like, you really don't really figure it out for a long time because you're still a kid. Like, you're still a kid. And, and, and yeah, like, 
you just gotta roll with the punches and take the mistakes and learn from them. But it's hard. It was hard, but I, I still. I, I went to college straight out of high school and being a teen parent, like by the time I you know went to uh graduated from college, I was in my twenties, but just trying to do it all and um and still just make sure you trying to make sure you being a good parent while still being a kid. Cause even after you had that kid, like it don't make you grown. Like you just a kid with a baby. You just right. a baby. It still don't make right. you a kid. You just a kid with a baby. So it's just like and another thing is like uh like taking advice from people and, and listening to people. Now some people can mean well, but some people think cause you was a kid that that you don't know what you're doing. Like at, becoming a mother is like second nature so you learn like you know the basics like feed my baby clean my baby up you know make sure they're clean and all of that and discipline but a lot of people will try to make you feel like just because you were a kid that you don't know nothing about being a parent when in reality that, that wasn't the fact and you don't learn you probably don't even figure that part out until you get older like dang I was a kid they had me thinking I didn't know what I was doing, and I was taking their advice, and their advice wasn't even right. Yeah. So being a, like, it's it's some people will try to manipulate the situation, like, oh, she a kid, she don't know what she's doing with this baby. But when you get older, you realize that okay, they was older than me, but hell, they ain't know what they was doing with their kids. Right, true. Everybody, everybody was just like you know they they say keep living. So it's basically like you know your kid is just growing up with you, seeing mm -hmm. you take, you know. I didn't get to finish school. I had to go right and give me a job. So I just had to go right and give me a job. Basically, you know, trying to prove to, like Jakara said, everybody around basically got this. You're going to hold it down. And, you know, you're going to take your kids. You're going to be the best mom. Right. You got something you want to add to that, Miss Sullivan? No, I just think the hardest part was really like, like they said, just figuring it out. Uh, I mean, you know, I had my mom, I didn't have my dad, but it was a lot going on. So I, didn't, I feel like I didn't really have like no anybody to tell me, uh, you know, what to do or the right direction to go. So it's basically just figuring it out. So do having a, like the support system, having a support system, does that play a big role or do you feel like sometimes it, it gets in the way when people try to take over the way you want to raise your child? Cause you know, when we have our kids, we all feel like, okay, I want to raise my child this way, a certain way, but being young, did you face a lot of challenges with people trying to make those decisions for you being a parent? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, mm -hmm. all support isn't good support. So yeah. it really depends on the person. Some people just have motives. Uh, I've came across people that they didn't do, they didn't do good by their kids, or they don't have good relationships with their kids. So then they try to tell you this is the right way to do it, and it's really not. It's just they're feeling guilty for things that they did and what they didn't do with theirs. Mm-hmm. So they try to live like they try to redo like through your kids. Right. Yeah. 
even though times have changed, like the world may not be how it was raising kids now than when it was when they were raising kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because, you know, a lot of people can. Let me see. We got some comments over here. Oh, okay. Somebody said we need to bring schools like parks back. Do you agree with like did anybody go to a school that had, you know, was able you was able to be pregnant or had your kids with you? At I went, school? Yeah. yeah, I went to Ottawa. So I, I stayed at school. I graduated on time and all of that. Parks was around when I got pregnant with my son. But I it was an option, but I wasn't there going to parks with a whole bunch of other pregnant females. I wasn't doing it. I yeah. went back to school, but it also depends on your support system too. Some people needed parks where they could bring their babies so they didn't have that help. I didn't need parks, so I wasn't going. Okay. Yeah. So our high school, um, I don't know, I'm from Ohio. So um, our high school, we had an actual daycare connected to our high school, but the way it was set up, I feel like it wasn't set up for us to win. Like, it was more so people judging other people to the point where you didn't even want to utilize the services. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like, um, I mean, I moved out. I got my own apartment. I started doing things. I went to parks because it was right down the street from my home. And, you know, I hired in or anything. So, again, like I said, you know, when you have a kid at a young age, you want to I guess you want to try to prove that you know you on your you on your top of everything and do different things stuff like that. Basically, being a real parent because like said, you know once you once you young and you got a baby, they oh you don't know what you're doing and you this and you that or whatnot like that. Which is understandable, definitely understandable. Um, what are some things? Do you find that having a babysitter was having a babysitter challenging? I didn't have I didn't have that problem. Like my my teen my teen parent pregnancy and parenting journey wasn't a struggle. Like I don't have like the, the story that a lot of people have. Like they didn't have that support. Like I still went to all my dances. I still got to do my you know my weekend thing. Like my son's grandma before she passed away. Like she didn't miss a weekend. She was coming to get her grandson. Like. I went to my dances, like, my, I had my aunties, my mom, my dad. My dad watched my son when I went to school every day. Like, I still got to be a kid. Mm-hmm. I still, I mean, I had my responsibilities with him, but I still, once I graduated high school, yeah, I had to get a job. And while I was in high school, I got to still be a kid and do, you know, high school stuff. Like, he's my responsibility. To- once I got home, I had to take care of him. But I didn't have a struggle a struggle with that uh you know donna i was still with you know yeah you know I was still so. around like I, right you know, but everybody don't have that and that's why people be telling you know young girls like oh once you get pregnant your life is over and this and this and this and that which i really wish they would quit telling them that because it's not it all depends on your support system and if you don't have a support system support system you just gotta buckle down and be your own support system until you create or build your own family or you know can get to where you don't need a certain amount of help with your kid but you can still 
live your life. But that's another thing that, like, I'd never condone or, like, encourage teen pregnancy, but I support any teen that gets pregnant or has a baby because it's, like, people be telling you, it's a, like, if, it's, if it happens in your family or has happened in your family, people be like, it's a generational curse. But the crazy part about it is the people that shame you for being pregnant or or doing, you know, X, Y, Z, as soon as the baby get here, they want to be all in your face. Like, you dogged me out. Right. So now that this baby is here, it's all TT baby this and all this and that. <laughs> but you wanted to give me the scarlet letter. Right. So now I, I was say- like... Like don't don't try to play in my face because you feel like what I was doing was different than what you was doing. And a lot of people shame teen parents, but I always say just because I have proof that I was sexually active as a teen don't make you no better than me. You just didn't get pregnant or you just didn't keep it. Right. I just got proof of what I was doing as a teen, but you was doing just as much as me. But just because I have a baby don't make me no more bad of a person than you. Right. Hey, um, uh, my support system, I had a real good support system. I just feel like um, it was so much. It wasn't like, you know, my family saying nothing or anything like that. But it was like my friends, like mothers and stuff, because they were thinking like, you know, she's doing this. What right. Yeah. And stuff like that. You know, I got to go to parties. My mom was always babysitting. Like I went to dances and stuff like that. But it would just always be, you know. Sometimes they really didn't care about, you know, my friend and I with me or being around me. I was young. I was 17 years old with my own apartment. So my friends would come over and stuff like that. So when they might be thinking like, you know, she, she, yeah, she got a baby, but she just two girls. Right. To be at home, you know, still with her mom and the baby and stuff. But I just was like, you know, I, I got to get it done. I got, I got to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, that, that's true. You know, because people can be so judgmental too. You know what I'm saying? It could be your friends, your family members. Like like Jakara said, a lot of people throw out there once you get pregnant, your life is over. You know what I'm saying? And at some point in time, I feel like it could be a beginning for somebody else. Because once we get pregnant with these babies, you know, the people logically, that's real moms, I should say, we get something clicking us that make us wants to grow up and do what we have to do. Not everybody get that, but some people, you know, I can understand when they say you needed that baby. You know what I'm saying? Because it slows us down Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, too, because us having these kids stopped us from doing a lot of stuff and partaking in a lot of activities out there that could have gotten us in more trouble than we have been in in our lives. Um, But what it is, though, the kids that's getting younger and younger, though, under the age of 17, you know, we got a lot of young women getting pregnant from the time they start having their periods until 17, 18 years old. Um, is there anything that you think you could talk to one of them for if they're watching? Is it something that each one of y'all want to say to them? Or, um, let's see, not even just say an experience uh, that you had being a teen mom that could probably help them. You know, as far as the relationship status with the fathers, are anybody still with their child's father? Um, no, ma'am. Yes. Um, slow down. Okay. Like, don't. <laughs> 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 don't. 
it real though. Keep it real, you know. Tell no, no, ma'am. Um, but just like slow down, like enjoy your childhood, like whatever. And I wouldn't even say just the girls, the boys too, because a lot of time when mm-hmm. when we talk about teen parenting, the the dads just get left in the wind. Like he's a teen parent too, so. But so far as the girls that's getting pregnant younger and younger and having these babies, like if you already pregnant, hold your head high, walk through it, get through it. Don't make it a habit of just keep having these babies and just expecting just expecting sympathy or none of that. Because the truth of the matter is we all know what we're doing. Now, some people are victim of sexual assault and got pregnant that way. So I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the ones who out here, you know what you're doing. Um, it's 2023. Um, pregnancy is no longer a oops. Like, you know what happens when you have sex. Like, yeah. it's not like you don't know what, what the consequences is. And and if you have an active mother, guardian, whoever, and tell, who's telling you to stop, listen. My mama told me to leave that boy alone. She told me. See, you just had to keep on. You just had to keep on. But like, listen, you might not like the tone that they're telling you or the words they they telling you to to leave such and such alone or don't do it. You might not like the tone or however, but but listen, because once it's done, it's done. And just... It ain't it ain't no it's it's cute when you got the little the baby shower and the, the cute outfit and the photo shoot, the what they doing now, the maternity shoots. Yeah. It's cute. It's real cute. But when that baby come and you the only one up and everybody else sleep and and it's a lot that come along with it after, like it's just like a marriage. The wedding and all of that is cute. But afterwards, it's, it's real life. Like they ain't little dolls and you just play dress up and y'all buying all these outfits and, and, mm-hmm. and getting ready for pictures. It ain't, it's, it ain't, it's it ain't real life. And it wasn't cute when I did it. And it ain't cute now. Like it's nothing cute about it. Like, and if they, you into it with all these little other young girls over these boys and you trying to prove a point and, it's my baby daddy and she get pregnant and now it's that ain't my baby siblings and all that like grow up like you gotta it's time to grow up it's time because to grow up a point hurt all the time you trying to prove a point it'd be so much stuff and trying to prove a point like jakara said it's a guy and he got multiple baby mamas and stuff like that you will be sticking around trying to prove a point and you ain't doing nothing but hurting yourself daddy getting in the mix of having he have a baby, you have a baby. That's not the way to go about it. My kids, I got um, you as well, Jakara. My daughter, my my youngest daughter is eight. So, like she said, just take your time. Try to work on yourself. You know, just because you had the baby, don't mean that your life is over. But just now, don't make it a habit. Okay, Miss Sullivan, you got something you want to say? What, what's some advice you got? I would just say from experience, make your own decisions. Don't follow your friends. If your friend might be doing this with this person, and you now you want to be with all these boys to see your friends doing it. 
So just make sure whatever you do is because you want to do it and not because somebody else is doing it. Uh, you know, being a teen mom and just having sex period as a teen is not, I mean, you know, we all done it, but it's not cute. It's not, uh, it's consequences to it, especially if you're not being careful. So I would say if you are, just make sure you take precautions and, or you gonna end up being a teen mom. Yeah. Well, okay, so um, as far as that, I'm gonna start with Antoinette. Uh, what is um, some one of the hardest things you think you had to encounter being a teen mom? I would say, like, you know, it kind of it kind of that my oldest daughter had to like grow up with me, even though that's something that you know that's a bond that me and her have, and you know. I don't want to say she's my favorite, but you know, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's my baby, you know, I'm I, period. But um, it kind of bothered me because then like, you know, when I had my other daughter, it was just like, you know, I it was like, it was like a walk in the park with me, but you know, I used to kind of feel like some type of way. Cause you know, I felt like, you know, um, I would kind of feel like it was kind of unfair for Lyric just because, you know, Lyric was there with me when I had to struggle and I went through a lot of different things. And that's something that, you know, my youngest daughter didn't experience with me. So yeah. I guess I was kind of like, you know, I don't know, just, yeah, just that, that in kind of kind of just was like, you know. Those are just little things that kind of I used to think about sometimes because it will worry me that, you know, Lyric was seeing it and Lyric probably would be like, you know, well, you know how kids be sometimes you treat her better or, you know, yeah. she this and she ain't that. But I had to just let her know, you know, like, you know, you grew up with me. Now that she here, it's just let's get it. It ain't really nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because, you know, it was more of a learning experience the first go around. So you kind of get it. You kind of get a hold of the situation better, you know, when it goes on again, like me being the first time mom and so much that I had to encounter and struggle with, with my daughter. I think, I, I think I got it a little bit if I have another baby, you know what I'm saying? I think I have a little more patience. Yeah. A little more patience and knowledge to the situation, you know? And, um, so, uh, Jakara, uh, what's one of your hardest challenges you think you had to face? Finishing high school, because I was not, once I found that I was pregnant, I'm like, I don't care what I do, I got to finish high school. Like, I can't not finish high school because I felt like I didn't want to be a statistic. Right. Like, they already label us as a statistic when we get pregnant as teen, but I don't think that's, a, it's just something that happens because. I got pregnant in 2002 and 2003. I don't know. He 20, but right. Uh, <laughs> no, it was like, <laughs> it was like people started, people would act like it was the first time it had ever happened. Yeah. Like chill. This ain't the first time, it, I, I ain't the first and I ain't the last. That's one thing my older brother told me when I got pregnant, like, pick your head up. You ain't the first and you ain't the last. Just don't make it a habit. That's what my older brother told me, like, and that my biggest thing was finishing high school. Like, if I ain't do nothing else, I was finishing high school. And my dad and my mom and my aunties and my cousins, um, Ken, like, it would be nights 
Kyrie wouldn't stop crying. Like, I wouldn't get no sleep. So, Kim was like, okay, I'm day out walking down the street in the middle of the night and stop crying. Like, my support system made sure I made sure I uh, got it done. So, that was my biggest challenge was finishing high school. Like, I ain't want no extra credit. Just give me my 225 and <laughs> let me up out of here. <laughs> I bet, right. Because, man, big practice cousins and stuff because it's been plenty of nights where people would start crying for me and my brother came and I'm just looking like why is she just being quiet but then another thing you know when you have a baby you might be a little stressed out and they used to be like oh the baby knows when you're stressed mm -hmm. it's somewhere you're not so yeah so uh Miss Sullivan you said you hid your pregnancy so I'm coming back I'm coming back on over here to you um <laughs> So what was the response from people when they found out you had the baby because you done had this baby? I mean, it was for like a while, you know, she one years old. People still like, when did you have a baby? Like, you snuck this out. You sneaky. Like, it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> everywhere I go, they like, you had a baby? Like, when did this happen? I done went to graduation. People still didn't know I was pregnant. So... It was just like, you know, where she come from? <laughs> That's like that movie. What's that movie? Just another girl on the IRT when she had the pregnancy the whole time. <laughs> when my mom found out I was pregnant, she gonna say, what she say? Did you get some prenatal care? Come <laughs> <laughs> want you to hit this baby all this time. Yeah. So how did you do that? Was you hey, Did you get prenatal care? Yes, yeah, so I did at the end. <laughs> Yeah, at the end, I did. Yeah, right at the end. Uh, <laughs> I know what the baby was, none of that. Till the just not just. Yeah, um, towards the end, you know, luckily she was, she came out healthy. She just. That's all that mattered. <laughs> That's all that mattered. I know that was a crazy journey. Yeah, it I, was. Oh, go ahead. I but, did want to add a comment to as far as like, you know, to teen mothers, the young girls. I want to say basically, don't let anybody beat your self-esteem down about you being pregnant and always to remember to basically advocate for you and your child, no matter what. Because I used to be like, you know, soft-spoken and, you know, I really didn't used to speak up a lot and different type of stuff like that. You know, sometimes people take advantage of you. So... You yeah. gotta, be, you gotta be ready to be mom. Yep. Yeah, stand up for your, you and your child. Speak up. Mm -hmm. Once you become pregnant, like I said, you still a kid, but that's your child now. So, kid or not, this is this is my baby. I'm not saying like this is my baby. I ain't gotta listen to nobody take no advice, but even with your kid growing up, like it's protect your child at at all costs by any means necessary. Like, don't let nobody make you do nothing with your child that you don't want to do. Don't let nobody make you send your child nowhere you don't want to send them. None of that. Like, that's your child. Just because you not an, you know, adult yet or whatever the case may be, that's still your child. And however they feel, that's on them. Because at the end of the day, it's your job to protect your kid. Yeah, true. So do you feel like your some of your friendships changed being a teen mom? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a big friend group in high school and 
I don't hang with any of them now. Um, it's one, you know, we talk sometimes on Facebook, um, but other than that, I don't talk to any of them that I used to hang with. Mine didn't. I got the same friend I had when I was pregnant and the same friend now. She ain't miss a doctor's appointment. She ain't miss a birthday or nothing. Like, that's what's up. Ty was, that was, that's who it was then is, is who, it, is who it is now when I was when I got pregnant like she I would be big and pregnant and she'd be spending the night with me we'd be squirrels up on one couch like, she, that's who was there so my, my friend my friendship didn't change and the people that I had that I was cool with or friends with when I was pregnant like they still like they they still treated me the same like a lot of a couple of my friends uh have kids the same age if not a little older like a little younger so i didn't really have an issue with uh keeping friendships i mean i didn't really care but you know yeah. i had five so you know i was good i would say i would say i didn't see my friends as much but i mean i had to just sit back and think like you know it ain't too much stuff that you can do. I mean, they did come to my baby shower and support me and stuff like that. But still, I had to just realize, like, you know, you can't really do that much. And they still want to do what they want to do. Right. <laughs> long as they don't eat out. Yeah. Bring me a little plate. Right. Bring me some back. I was still meeting my friend. Like, like if Ty was doing something else, like. I was friends with Tasha Howard when I was pregnant, uh, and we still cool. But we, she would go skating with me, like, like I, I was pregnant. She would be right there with me. We'd go skating, do stuff. Like, I had a good, I had a good friend circle when I was pregnant as a teen, so I was good. Like, and that's another thing too. Like, yo, they didn't the stuff they didn't tell us about teen pregnancy and postpartum depression like mm. keep your mental health in check like talk to somebody like before during after all of that because we weren't educated on our mental health as teen moms yeah all we knew was had a baby postpartum six weeks go back to school or go back to work whatever all we knew was a little six weeks we knew about postpartum and all of that but you know, black people they ain't call it postpartum. They say you got baby blues. Whatever. Right. I needed some help. Pregnant <laughs> by the time you get back to the six week. Man. Yeah, like, like yeah, because it, it is so a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of women that it's a lot of girls that be pregnant by the six week checkup. You better we make was, it to that six week. <laughs> we were so uneducated about mental health and postpartum depression and all of that, but don't leave that hospital without getting the resources oh, okay. all the resources that they offer you take them because all we knew was our our doctor that we went to go see and help Planned Parenthood we ain't know nothing about nothing else okay I got a comment here and he said can y'all touch on the experience of giving birth as a teen that was my next question anyway your I birth mean, experience giving birth as a teen it is, it's, 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 I mean, it ain't nothing. Giving birth as a teen, the experience ain't gonna scare them. Mm -hmm. That's something they gotta go through. Like the childbirth process 
ain't nothing you can tell somebody to say don't get pregnant. It's the after part. Like outside of risks and all of that, giving birth is the least of your worries. They already know. I mean, once you get once you there and you gotta have a baby, yeah. Ain't nothing ain't nothing stopping nothing. You either go it gotta come out. It gotta come out. It gotta come out. So it's like giving birth ain't your birth a birth experience or sharing your birth experience is not gonna deter teen pregnancy. What deter teen pregnancy is avoiding a teen from being sexually active in the first place. Nothing else can deter teen pregnancy. Like you can't tell nobody your story or somebody else's story because their story ain't gonna be your story. Like my story wouldn't deter teen pregnancy because I didn't have a bad I didn't have a bad experience. Yeah, I didn't everybody experiences different. Even after I had my even after I had my son, I didn't miss nothing. I still mm -hmm. went to dances and the parties and all of that. So I can't really tell my story and be like, not gonna do no, don't go do it. I did. They're gonna be like, well, shit, you was still lit. <laughs> and y'all know how the grandparents feel about that first grandchild. Yeah, yeah like true. I didn't have to, I didn't want for anything with my yeah. with my son. So it ain't really about deterring it or or it's really hard to explain because it's like people want you to deter teen pregnancy, but nobody is sitting down with these kids and really telling them like life after you had this baby, like telling them the truth, telling them know? the truth. Like even nobody's telling these young dads about, okay, you starting having these babies, 15, 16, 17, when you catch up to you, when you get I'm legal, you're going to be on child support. Yeah, nobody's telling this girl like, okay, you had a baby by this boy. It don't work out. He gonna have more babies. You ain't gonna be the only baby mama. Like mm -hmm. nobody's telling them that part. So, and even if they do tell them, some people, some kids just don't listen. They gonna have to just learn themselves. And for themselves, everybody wants to learn for themselves. The best teacher is experience. So yeah. you them today, blue in the face. They mm -hmm. go do it. And everybody want to shun them once they get pregnant or for what they're doing. But let's just be honest. They watching us. Mm -hmm. They watching us. So the stuff that they doing and then they just made up and came up with on their own. They saw it somewhere. So yeah. instead of always trying to check these kids, get these kids. No, check yourself. Get yourself. What are they watching you do? Mm -hmm. Like my son has a baby and he was, he's a, was a teen father, but when he told me, I wasn't just like, well, you shouldn't, and you should have been careful, and this, and this, and that. I'm, I'm, when he told me, I'm like, okay, so what's next? What are we about to do? Like, right. what she need? Like, you just got to go into it. it. ain't no, well, you should have listened to me. You ain't learned from what I did. He did. Like, you, you, like, I ain't going to lie. I'm like, my son raising him, like, it wasn't easy. It wasn't hard, but it I didn't make it look hard and scary for him. So kids feel like if it's like a double standard almost. It's almost like, well, if, if they could do it, I could do it. But my son didn't know he was a father until after the baby was born. So it wasn't like he was just out here making babies and, you know, right. this is not. But once he found out, he still was scared. This is a scary like, feeling, finding out you're going to be a parent. Like, even as a father, he's still scared. These boys, he's scared these girls, the ones with common sense, at least. 
Like, mm -hmm. so there's nobody out here talking to these girls or boys, mainly the boys, because the girls get the, you know, they get a little more help than the boys. The, the young boys don't really get, like, these men ain't out here talking to these young boys about, uh, don't be out here having sex and making babies. The girls get the speech, but the boys don't. Right. They really don't. Because you know what this is? Mama's baby, daddy's baby. For her. Yeah. yeah. The girl is visible. You, you can see her belly, her walking around. So she getting talked about. They whispering when she walked by, look at her pregnant, lovely young girl. But the, mm -hmm. but the boy, he just, you know, they making it seem like he's Scott, you know, Scott free, not, not knowing that, okay. You ain't getting the visible shame. They ain't whispering and talking about you when you walk by. But, uh, sir, when you get a job, you better make sure you make some good money. Because if she put you on child support, you ain't going to have no check. Right. Yeah. And make sure you got somebody that? who got some sense. Like, because now mm -hmm. she's got the upper hand. And when you feel like you want to see this baby, she's silly. And she's being raised by silly women. So now you can't see your baby. Right. They not they don't know all of that. All they know is I got a baby and, and this my baby mama or this my baby daddy and and the baby cute and and stop having these babies, letting these young girls, the parents who still child is underage, or even if they ain't underage, 18, 19, encouraging them to move in with, with each other. Right. It yeah. don't work. Yeah. My son will be 20 and he ain't moving in with nobody. I don't care who he got a baby with. Y'all not moving in together because it's not going to work. Because the minute somebody don't like something, somebody got to go. And more right. likely it's going to be your son. And you want to teach your, the boys, you know, like you said, just have your stuff together. Sometimes, stuff together. sometimes they might go sleep with a girl and they family might think that, you know, oh, he not good enough. Mm -hmm. You know, and want to try to, you know, base how much time they spend with each other and everything else. Or they could like, oh, we need any help. You know, sometimes girls will get pregnant by dudes and just be like, you know, I'm straight. Don't need no help in this, this and that. I mean, okay. So, but still, you don't want to cheat your kid from having, you know, a father. Yeah, exactly. my son going through it right now. Like, it may not matter to you, but it's really not about mm -hmm. you. It's about yeah. And let her know that, okay, if y'all together and y'all break up, that don't mean he don't want to be with you or you don't want to be with him. That that man, that young man can't be a father to his child. Like, and your family, you got people, these young girls' family in their ear and, and condoning it instead of telling her, telling mm -hmm. her right from wrong. And even with the young guys, if you have a young guy who has a, a young son, nephew, cousin, whoever, let him know you need to figure out a way to help this girl with this baby. Mm -hmm. Like take back some. Not encourage them them to to be a parent, yeah, because yeah, a lot of people we gotta like, make them hold them themselves man. accountable for yeah. for become you know taking part in that situation. And um, it goes both ways. Like you got some young girls who just get in their feelings, and and if he ain't doing what she want to do when she want him to do it, then bam, he can't see the baby. Yeah, and then you got the that dude means, like. She tripping and this and this and this and that. So I ain't going to do nothing for my baby. Like, mm -hmm. that's the conversation that needs to be had, like, right. on both sides. Because at the end of the day, it's not even about neither one of y'all no more. The decision that y'all made made it not about y'all no more ever in life. It's no longer about you, ever. Right. I feel like, but I also feel like 
these mothers need to hold these young parents accountable to the young mothers for playing playing games with the baby, with the boyfriends and the baby daddies too. You know yes. what I'm saying? Because they, they play them type play. of games. They don't hold they don't hold them accountable for each of them, male or female. You know what I'm saying? The they 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 is more drama. You know, you see your daughter, you see, we pay attention as parents. You know what I'm saying? We know what's going on and certain stuff we don't get into. We don't get into their business and stuff like that. But then when certain things go on, I feel like as a parent, we should step in and be like, look, now nah, you're doing too much. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He want to let, he want to see the child, let him see the child. If his family wanted to partake, you know, we got to speak that into them because we encouraging and all that. We don't need nothing from them. I got this, but then it falls yeah. back on, it falls back on the, uh, the grandmother on the mama side because that's her child and you know, stuff like that. I think we should, as people encourage them to take responsibility on both parts. Now, Miss Sullivan, you said you're still with your child's father? Yes. Okay, so my question to you, um, do, do you feel like that changed your relationship in any kind of way? Did it make y'all closer? Did y'all, you know, be, become distance when it first happened? Yeah, um, I feel like we did become distance. Uh, we actually had broke up for two years and then got back together. So I feel like um, on his side, I feel like it made him actually grow up and become a better person. And um, on my side, I feel like it calmed me down and changed me from, you know, wanting to be out the streets and wild around. What's wrong with you? Yeah. So as far as like... Um, did y'all, was y'all able to sit down and communicate on why, on so many different levels on what happened? Yeah. That's so good. just more so, you know, him, you know, wanting to be out with his friends and, you know, not uh, in the beginning, you know, not really knowing the severity of, you know, we parents now, you can't do what everybody else is doing. You can't, you know, go out to all the parties, hang out all night long and all that. Because we actually moved in together straight out, out of um, when I turned, well, before I even turned 18, actually. Okay. Did y'all, so, um, Jakara and uh, Antoinette, did y'all feel like the relationship between you and the child's father changed after the baby came? I did. Came, uh, oh, go ahead. I was kind of like, yeah, like you said, like, you know, kind of right then and there from just different um, point of view, like you were saying, like, making the kids accountable or whatnot, like, you know, somebody, mom probably wasn't telling them, oh, you need to do this or you need to help do this or this, this, that, so I just felt like, you know, I feel like as women, as women, we kind of like, you know, like you said, when we start pregnant, instantly just like, you know, Something just like, you know, click in with us. I'm just like, you know, I got to be a mom. I don't have time to wait on nobody to figure out if they want to be a dad, when they want to be a dad, or how. So, you know, my life just was going, going, going. I had a kid to take care of, so I do what I had to do. So, yeah, we got distance, you know. Sometimes it will be down to, hey, rather you want I did move in with my daughter's dad actually for a while, but we had different priorities then. 
He was able to do different things like get Jordans and do that type of stuff. I had to be able to pay rent or whatnot. So. Yeah, true. Okay. What about you, Jakara? Oh, yeah. It, it changed before he even got, before I even had him. But I was something clicked in me, and I got to the point where I would see my son's dad in public and walk past him like a complete stranger because you played in my face. Right. And, and then had me thinking, you know, like, oh, he don't want me this and this and this and that. So I finally got to the point where it was like, all right, this this what we're gonna do, this is what we're gonna do. Like I wasn't even about to play or or, or keep, you know, trying to do something that, that wasn't gonna work. Now granted we was kids, I get that. But it was the relationship was over before the child was even born. And I wasn't even finna even after after he was born, it was like, okay, we tried a little bit and I was like, nah, this ain't I can't do this. Like so it wasn't even even a yeah, nah, that it ain't work. And then when I think back, I had to like as I grew up and I thought back, I was like, Well, you know, some people don't have men role models. You know, it took me a, a while to look around and look at different things like that. Like my support system was stronger than theirs, you know. They probably was being raised by their mom, not saying that, you know, can't nobody do it. But, you know, like we were saying earlier, they could be lost as well. So, you know, once you get to that point, you know, I don't know, I, I guess it would say like, you know, you able to give them like, you know, you ain't know so much. Mm-hmm. And that's the point I'm at. Like, I look at it now, like, a lot of times at a, such a young age, they get labeled as deadbeats. <clears throat> but they don't even know. They don't even know. So What's going on? They don't even know. But at, at some point, bro, you know what's going on, especially if you start having more kids. Now, nah, that's right. where I got a problem at. Don't try to play in my face and make it seem like, well, I don't know what I was doing and I didn't learn this and this and this and that. So if you didn't learn the first time, why would you keep going? Keep having multiple children. Yeah, that's that. Now that right there, that baffles me too. And I understand. Same, both ways. Though, the being, yeah, girls. that's true. Like, yeah. Like, you know, not even so much as having it by the same dude if he ain't nothing. Just keep having them, period. Like, okay. You know what it after the first time, okay, you learn it. But then you know at this point you know what it takes mentally, financial, and emotionally to to, to provide for a child. But so far as a dude being labeled as a deadbeat because they don't know no better, that's different. But when we at a certain age where, okay, I know better either, but I had to figure it out, sir. So I'm I'm gonna need you to figure it out, sir. Yeah, yeah. I feel I like, had to figure it out too. Yeah. So it ain't like, well, I don't know no better and this, 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 and that. Okay, but no nobody taught you. But I'm, I know somebody around you. You know, you know, you like TV. Yeah, you better watch Bill Cosby or somebody <laughs> and learn. Right, somebody, you somebody, some type of something. Doctor, doctor, That's a cop out. A lot of times, it's a cop out. Mm -hmm. He ain't had no father figure, and he don't know no better, and he don't know this. You learn everything else from TV. Yeah. You better go do fit, find find a mentor, find a pastor, or somebody, somebody to tell you that at a 
at some point, when you figure out that you having a child before she had that child, you need to figure out how you about to be a father. I don't care what your daddy didn't do or, or, or whatever the case may be because, okay, you didn't have a daddy, so you don't want your child to have one either? Right. Come on now, bro. Let's, let's be for real. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You know, having being a teen parent and having to make these adult decisions, you know what I'm saying? Because you, like Antoinette said, you, you got to get ready. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like you, now, you, like there's there's no dad, other way. Yeah, with my son's dad, it's no, it's no bad blood. Now, going like him growing up and us younger, oh, yeah, I used to, my. I used to go for blood with my words about my son. <laughs> like I wanted you to feel me. Right, right. I wanted, and I and I and I don't even say I said some stuff I didn't mean because I meant everything I said. But now that I'm older and and we're older and we like I don't have to talk to him. Clearly, my son's 20. I don't have to talk to his dad. But we haven't had a disagreement or a falling out. I don't even remember the last time. Because it got to a point where now I'm about to leave it up to your son. Yeah. And they be like, don't bash the baby daddy. And it's a different than bashing and telling the truth. Yeah. If I'm bashing you, I'm lying on you and making up stuff. And you also don't want, like, the relationship that, you know, you also don't want the dad to be able to start playing in your kids' face. Yeah, like, because I got to deal with that. Yeah, because I got to deal with that. And that's where, you know, that's where it gets real serious. Now, you know, that's what you're not going to do. You're going to yeah. stop right there. Yeah, and that's why I got to a point where it was scared. like. Your kids yeah. be scared for a minute to really say how they feel and how that made them feel. Let's not, we're not going to start making excuses for them because mm -hmm. we start making, letting other people, I mean, start making excuses for other people and different things they do to you. Yeah, because now my son, he's been speaking up since he was younger. Mm -hmm. he, if anybody that knows my son know, he going to say, since he was a kid, he's, he's going to say what's on his mind. But mm -hmm. he, he, like my son and his dad, they talk every day now. They have a great relationship. I have nothing to do with it. I don't need to be. Yeah. They, they have a great relationship. It took a while because they are they are each other. They act just alike when it comes to... Oh, if it's F you, then it's if F me, then it's F you too. But now my son, his dad has to have different respect to him now because it's now like you can't be like, oh, son, this and son, that. Like my my dad, my son has told him before, I don't need, at this point, I don't need you to be my dad no more. Like I, when I needed you, I ain't get it. Right. I don't, you know, like their relationship now, like I said, it's great. They, they got their own bond. They talk almost every day, which is cool. Yeah. I love it, but I just I feel like it. you know, with it being being a, um, a teen mom, you know, we being a mom, period, you build a different type of bond with your child because we carry these kids, we you know, we spend time, we with these kids 24 7, 375. But you know, I mean, 365. But as far as like, uh, you, right. you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, excuse me, I've been smoking my weed, you know, I'm a, you know. But what I was saying, like the dads, they have to work on building their bonds with these kids outside of the home when they're not inside the home. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if they don't have nobody pushing them to be in these kids' lives, they don't. And then when their kids get old enough to develop, you know, their own voice, they they blame the mothers, thinking that it's the yeah. mother that's keeping yeah. them from them. But you know, they don't realize that these kids are like sponges. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? They, 
And I feel like once they grow out of that teenage father mentality, they're able to adapt more to parenting, but sometimes it'd be too late. You know, my thing is relationship. Even with that, I don't even have a lot of grace to give because it's like people always say the the the, the guy needs somebody to teach them and push them to be a father. But females, we don't get that grace. If I don't yeah. buy no diapers, if I don't feed my kid, if I don't buy no clothes, I'm unfit. They always can. They have a choice. Yeah, like you can, like we don't we don't get the same grace, so I don't give the same grace. Like nobody should have to tell you to be a father, or at least try to be one, because nobody has to tell you to do anything else. You do everything else you want to do. So at the end of the day. I don't care if you're 12. If you make a baby, you better figure out how to be a parent. That's On very true. And if you, can't, true. if you can't be a parent and be consistent and be reliable, just don't at all. Like, just don't. Like, I've never told my son he couldn't talk to his dad or couldn't go with his dad. But either you're going to be consistent or just don't because I can't be inconsistent. I don't I don't have that option, which I wouldn't want that option. This is my child. But at the end of the day, ain't no way nobody in their right mind is gonna keep letting you play fucking peekaboo with their child. You're right. And you know I feel like overall I am happy that I was a teen mom because it molded me and it shaped me and it made me be more independent. And, you know, I start thinking more before I start, you know, making choices and doing different things like that. So I feel like overall, it was good for me. And that was what I was going to ask y'all before I wrapped it up. Like as being a teen mom and being a woman that you are right now, how do you feel like it affected your life in a positive light? I don't even and know where I would saying, be at if I wouldn't if I if I didn't have my son. Like I don't even know if I would have finished high school because I ain't really care. Like I was a kid, I was in high school. When I went to school because school was lit. Like <laughs> I went to school, but like you know the classwork. I was smart, but I didn't work as hard as I should have before I got pregnant with my son. Like I was barely making it. But after mm-hmm. I had my son, I'm like okay. I graduated with I graduated on honor roll when I had my son. I had never been on honor roll a year in high school. See, but after Let I had my son, I gra- I had like a three point something when I graduated from high school. But before I had him, I would have just been like, "Give me this little two point, whatever I need, yeah. and I'm good." I'm but yeah, even, even that, I probably here. wouldn't even have that. Like, and it wasn't even because of how I was brought up or nothing. Like, my mom got like three masters. Like, my mom is. I watched my mom work, go to school, and all of that. Like everybody in my family is smart, college degrees, but all see, of that. That be everybody's problem. Worried about the shot. You're not. You know. You're not your mom. Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm not saying? my mom. So it's like it wasn't even that. It ain't. It wasn't what she wasn't doing. Or my mom did everything she was supposed to do. Yeah. I made choices that I wanted to make. Like we had nice house, nice cars. My mom worked good job. Wasn't none that I didn't go. I mean, it was no reason. Like. Oh, I got pregnant as a teen because I needed some love. No, mm-hmm. you got pregnant as a teen. That thing got to stop it. I thought I was grown. 
That thing got the doctor. That thing got the doctor. It wasn't about I got pregnant because I wanted a baby because I needed somebody to love me. No, that I, I didn't need that. You got pregnant because that thing got the thumping and you wanted to figure it out what was going on. And not even feel that, tingly not on the inside. It was, you know what? And it wasn't even that. It wasn't even like a, a oh, I want to try this. Like it was just some shit. Like all right, come on, let's like not, some dumb shit. Not, like got pregnant. So like, it was sometimes just, I get a little crazy. That's what it was. It was, just, like, it was just like the dumbest situation to even just even be in, like because I knew better. Yeah. It ain't like I didn't know no better. I knew better. Like I knew I wasn't supposed to be skipping school and going to that boy house. Like I knew that. <laughs> it was it was cold. But you skipped all along, didn't you? Freezing at the bus, I'm trying to cover your face, hoping somebody don't ride by and see you. Know you're supposed to be at school. <laughs> Miss Sullivan, you quiet over there. Ain't she? she ain't saying nothing. She's like, I don't know what I got myself into. Talk about I want to join this podcast, but not um. <laughs> What is the way being a team mom may, you know, helped you become a better whoever you is today? I feel like it made me stronger. Uh, you know, I I was one of the ones that was out here looking for love, looking for, you know, uh, any kind of attention, you know, that I wasn't getting at home. So, um, you know, I was real quiet. Um, I was a pushover. Now, you know, I'm not letting nobody push over on me. Um I feel like, you know, I stand up for myself now. Like the stuff that I used to deal with, I wouldn't deal with now. And I feel mm -hmm. that's because, you know, me being a mother and being put in a situation to where I have somebody else that I also have to protect as well. And I don't want her to go through the things that I went through. So, you know what? And ain't nothing wrong with it. You don't got to be quiet. It's a no judgment zone over <laughs> here, baby. But. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I, I the reason why I say that is because I like to get perspectives from everybody, not just one-sided, you know, because everybody's situation is different. Every right. though nobody had the same situation. Nobody um we go through similar situations, but nobody handled it the same. And I tried to get some guys on here too to speak from their point of view because I don't want it to always just be biased uh, or based on a woman's point of view. You know what I'm saying? Because they got opinions and how they felt too, but you know, they be scared to get on the screen. But um, I want to thank y'all. Before I go though, before we go, is there anything that y'all want to give out there that y'all got going on? Want to give a shout out about or future endeavors that y'all got in the works? We can start at the top with you, Antoinette. I don't really got nothing going on right now. I do got something probably going on in the future, but I ain't gonna speak on it too. Okay. You know, but no, it don't matter. I'm just saying it's a chance to put it out there. Um, Jakara, what you got? You know, what you got working on? If you want to tell the world, or you just want to let them know it's coming. No, I actually have a, a program that I'm working on. That I've been working on for a while. Like putting down and picking back up the teen parent university where we'll be offering resources and mentorship to teen parents i haven't done nothing with it which i need to get started but it's actually a a, a facebook page teen parent university if anybody wants to like and join it um working on interact on, 
on it more and getting more into it. Okay. Yeah, a lot. I'm working on a lot with that, so I'll be putting more out there as soon as possible. All right, Miss Sullivan, what you talk, what you got going on over there? Um, I'm an urban fiction author. You can find my books on Amazon. Um, I'm also starting production next week for my first movie. Okay. Uh, it's called Another Man's Treasure. It's going to be on Tubi and Amazon Prime. So check you out. Yeah. That's good. You know, so for, for, you know, for everything that y'all got going on or got plans to going on, just to let y'all know, I also do one-on-one -on -one interviews, you know, to help promote and get things out there to get the world to know what you got going on. So when you do get something going on or you want people to know about it, just holler at me. We can set something up, talk about it. You can explain more what you got going on. Uh, basically, I dig deeper into getting one-on-one -on -one and, you know what I'm saying, ask questions about how you got started, stuff like that. So, but as far as today, though, I appreciate y'all taking out the time. Y'all always welcome on Lola's Chronicles. If you see a topic out there, you see me throw out there, you want to join the show or a guest thing, um, anything, just let me know and we can get you on there. Um, I'm going to start doing some freestyle sessions if y'all want to join sometime and we just talk about whatever and kick it. But like I said, thank you all again for tapping in with me. Thank you. Know, you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See y'all later. Mm -hmm.